You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 264, What is God's Will, Part 2. Last week, we we introduced this subject of God's will, and we're kind of looking at it from a a theological point of view, first of all. We're we're discussing, we we talked about last week, the the general will of God and the specific will of God. And, and, And too often, as believers, we want to move to the specific will of God without really um, understanding the general will of God. And the general will of God is, as we defined it, is th- these are the things that apply to everyone. These are the things that you don't have to pray about. These are the things that are very, very clear in the Scriptures. But then in the specific areas, um, we ask the question uh, for, for an individual, is God's will a tightrope? Uh, too often Christians treat God's will like a tightrope, that it's this very narrow thing that if I fall off on either side, I'm going to be out of God's will. But we, we discuss the, the fact that really, um, you know, the psalmist tells us that God has brought us into a broad place. And, and God's will is, is not hard to find, and it's not a, a little teeny tiny spot on a target that we're trying to hit. It's something we, we, we actually gave this quote from, from Mark Batterson. We, we tend to view the goal as the goal, but really in God's economy, the process is the goal. It's not about um, what we are doing at all. It's about who we're becoming in the process. And, and really, that's kind of our idea and our understanding of God's will. Yes, there are specific things that, that God wants us to do, but in, in the big scheme of eternity, does it really matter whether you do um, this or that? whether you take this job or that job, um, whether you're a member of this church or that church. It's not so much that you're going to be out of God's will. And uh, so we want to kind of build on that today. And we're actually talking about um, some of the specific things that we can do as Christians to, to get an understanding of what God's specific will is for our lives. Because, yes, God does want us to be led by His Spirit, Romans eight fourteen, For all who are led... By the Spirit of God or the children of God. And then in Ephesians it says, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So we're going to talk about understanding what God's will is, but really I want to talk about how to hear God's voice. Um, you know, God's will is not mysterious, but too often we 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 ask God to speak to us. Excuse me, we ask God to speak and then we we wait and we wait and we wait and, 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 and the email doesn't come or the text from heaven doesn't come and we we're wondering where God's voice is. So I want to really help us to, to understand how to hear God's voice more clearly. And in doing that, we're going to be able to really um, hone in on what God's will is for our lives. And hopefully we'll have a better understanding and a better grasp of what it means to walk in God's will as something that's liberating and not something that puts us in bondage. I think sometimes we're scared of God's will. 
and uh, and really that it shouldn't be that way. We should it should be something we delight in. Um, number one, you know, what does it mean to to understand what God's will is, and how can we do that, and how can we lead, be led by the Spirit of God? Well, number one, make the da- the Bible a daily part of your life. If if you're not reading the Scriptures regularly, if you're not hiding God's Word in your heart regularly, how can you ever expect to walk in God's will? As a Christian, if if you're not hiding God's words deep within your heart, how can you ever expect to hear God's voice? Um, the, 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 the Word of God is the primary means that He speaks through. Jesus said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This to me is John 15, 7. This is one of the most powerful scriptures in the entire Bible. If you remain in me, or another version says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. And the understanding here is by, by putting God's word inside of us, we're going to be so in tune with him with His will, with what God wants, that whatever we pray for, God's going to answer. That is incredible. And so we, we, we are immersing ourselves in God's Word. He speaks to people through His book. Um, how often have you found uh, comfort and guidance, correction, encouragement in the pages of Scripture? And, you know, really, it's our desire is to hear God's voice and, and too often as Christians, we'll, we'll go to the pastor, we'll go to our connect group leader, we'll go to another leader and say, hey, pray for me. I, I, I need God's will in something. And the reality is we haven't even prayed about it ourselves. You know, we haven't taken the time to dig into the scriptures. And, 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 I, and I actually think it's kind of lazy as Christians to go say, hey, pray for me. I need, you know, God to answer this prayer. Hey, pray for me. I need God's guidance in this direction, when in reality, we haven't even spent the time or done the heavy lifting ourselves of getting into the Scripture and praying about it ourselves. So so get into God's Word. You know, one of the things that I love so much about the Scriptures is it's, it's really something to help guide us in our prayer time. I mean, so much of my prayer time is praying through the Scriptures. I'll read something, it'll speak to me, and then I'll just turn it into a prayer. And then, of course, the Bible is full of so many prayers. Um, you know, the scriptures are full of the, the prayers of David, the prayers of uh, Jesus, the prayers of Paul and others. And, and these prayers can be used over and over again um, to help us pray God's will. You want to know what God's will is? Pray the scriptures. That'll kind of guide you in that direction. So the first thing, make the Bible a daily part of your life. But the second thing, and this leads right into it, we've actually talked about it a little bit, is make time to pray and listen. You want to know what God's will is? You want to be able to hear God's voice? Make time to listen. Create space in your world for God to be able to speak to you through His Holy Spirit. You know, we live in a very, very loud culture. You know, there's always noise going on around us. There's always something playing in the background, you know, TV, radio, um, people always have their earbuds in listening to music or, or something else. You know, and we, we will never, ever hear God's voice until we're able to embrace the silence. I think God's always speaking, but I think we don't put ourselves in a position to hear. Uh, God's voice can be missed in that noisy clutter 
that's that's so many of our lives. And you know, when we learn how to quiet our hearts and make time to listen, we'll begin to hear God's voice. We'll begin to hear that eternal um, Holy Spirit begin speaking to us because He wants to speak. I really do believe God's speaking all the time. It's like if you, you grew up in my era, you know, and you would get in the car and you turn on the radio and you'd have to turn the knob to tune into the station. Well, I believe that, that, that we really have to do that with God. The, the, the music's always playing. The, the radio station's always broadcasting. But it's up to me to tune in. And if I really want to hear the Holy Spirit, um, you know, instead of going and asking the pastor to pray for me, which, of course, that's always fine, but let's not be lazy. Let's do the heavy lifting ourselves. Let's make sure we're in the Scriptures and we are spending time uh, and, and, and cultivating that atmosphere of silence. We're, we're, we're making time to pray and listen and allowing God to speak to us. Well, don't go away. We'll be right back. We've still got two more important tips to, to discuss in hearing God's voice and discerning God's will. But before we do that, I want to let you know this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. This is a practical book on leadership, management, supervision, personal productivity, goal setting, and so much more. Uh, the chapters are short and designed to be immediately actionable. Um, you can go online, read a couple of chapters for free, get a feel for it. But I really encourage you to check check out Le- Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. It's really going to help you. And when I say 2.0, this is the rev- revised edition. I've a- added a bunch of new chapters, some great new material, and I know you're going to love it. So check it out. There's a link in the show notes. I know you will love it. Well, okay, we're back. And just a quick recap, we're talking about hearing God's voice. We asked the question at the beginning, what is God's will? What's God's will for you? What's God's will for me? And we want to create an atmosphere where we can hear God's voice because hearing God's voice and understanding His will go hand in hand. So first of all, we said make the Bible a daily part of your life. How can we expect to hear God speak to us if we're not hiding His word in our hearts? Number two, make time to pray and listen. How can we expect to know God's will if we're not cultivating an atmosphere of prayer in our lives, if we're not giving God space to speak to us? And then number three, number three, counsel and advice. Am I willing to listen to my leaders? You know, we talked about um, you know the fact that so many times Christians can be kind of lazy and rather than praying and reading God's word and trying to discern God's will for themselves, they'll go in and say, hey, pastor, pray for me. Well, you know, as a pastor, so often I've had people come up and say, hey, listen, what do you think I should do in this situation? And, you know, we'll talk about it, we'll pray about it, and, and I'll kind of try and guide them to, to what I really believe God's saying. And it's so aggravating to see them just say, no, you know what, I really don't think I'm going to go in that direction. And they go in the opposite direction, which is usually a bad idea. So counsel and advice, am I willing to listen to my leaders? Proverbs says, plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without the advice of others. Now, you might not be planning on going to war, but you are planning for your future. 
And, you know, the, the, the key to getting good advice and counsel is to get it from someone who's a little bit further um, down the road than we are. You know, we're not getting it from our buddies at the bar or our buddies at the bowling alley or our buddies at the gym, even though it's probably not a bad thing to bounce ideas off of them. But, I mean, when we're going for, for serious advice, serious counsel, we're, we're wanting to get it from people who we respect and from people who are further down the road than we are because they're going to be able to see a little bit farther. And, you know, this is this is so, so important because... Um, you know, God puts people in our lives to help us. That's the reason He puts the leaders around us. Not to control us, but for us to go and to say, hey, listen, what do you think about this situation? And I, you know what I'm talking about. We're not talking about the, the, the easy things. Hey, which color shirt should I wear today? No, no, we're talking about, you know, jobs or, you know, schooling. We're talking about, you know, life partners. You know, who, do you, do you, see me and this partner together for 20, you know, 20 years from now? Um, do you think we're compatible? Um, you know, things that are that are really important in life, we should be getting counsel from those around us. And then we need to be willing to listen to that counsel. You know, and this is something people miss out on if they're not involved in a good church. Pastors and leaders are the kinds of people that we should get counsel and advice from. They've got our best interest at heart. That's why it says in Hebrews, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. They work to watch over your souls and they know that they're accountable to God. Give them reason to do this joyfully and not for sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. And I get it. This idea of submission to authority and, you know, obedience to authority is just, it's not popular. And it's a whole lot easier to, to uh, you know, be submissive and to obey when we agree. It's much harder if they suggest something that we don't want to hear. And, you know, really, I think that, 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 that as, as Christians, we should prayerfully consider the things that our leaders tell us. Now, we don't blindly obey people. But at the same time, if what they say lines up with what the Scriptures say, and if what they say lines up with what I'm already kind of feeling in prayer, then I'd be a fool to reject that counsel. And that's what Proverbs actually says, that, it, that it's the fool who rejects counsel. So let's make sure we're those people who seek out counsel and advice before we make important decisions. And then the last one, the last one, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to discover God's, God's will. We're trying to hear God's voice. And this one is so important. And this is the one I think, again, that we just kind of miss it sometimes. And it's this, take a step. Too often we say, no, 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 I'll pray till God speaks. Well, God's saying, you speak, or you take a step, and then I'll speak. We say, I'll, I'll wait on God to speak. God says, no, no, you step out in faith, and then I'll speak. And that's really the way it often works. God's waiting for you to take a step in faith, of faith, and then He will guide you. God's will and God's direction often become clear when we start moving. A friend of mine says, uh, we move and then God moves. We move and then God moves. In other words, we start stepping out in faith, and when we do that, we, we find that God begins to speak. He begins to guide us. He begins to open doors for us, and we find the direction coming. When we're trying to hear God's voice and find out what He's saying to us, it doesn't require a whole lot of faith to just sit and pray. 
I mean, I can sit and pray and sit and pray and read the Bible and ask for counsel and ask for advice. And that doesn't take a whole lot of faith. The faith comes when I have to step, when I've got to do something, when I've got to take action. Look, prayer is important. We've already talked about that. Reading God's Word is important. Getting counsel is important. But at some point, we got to move. At some point, it's time to take a step. And that's where faith comes in. And you know, what greater step of faith than when we pray, God, guide me. God, lead me. God, help me to make the right decision as I step out. And then we take that step. And it's often then that that's where God meets us. And it's a whole lot easier to to direct and guide us when we're moving. You know, you've heard it said before, you can't steer a battleship that's not moving. You know, the ship's sitting there in the ocean, you you can't steer it. It's got to be moving. And the same thing with our lives. When we move, God moves too. So as we pray for guidance and ask God to speak to us, we'll find that as we take that step, that's when things start to become clear. Now let's do a quick recap. We talked last week about, you know, the general and specific ideas of God's will. And then today we kind of got into some specific things on how to hear God's voice, how to discern God's will, Um, making the Bible a daily part of our life, making time to pray and listen. Create space for God in your life. Listen to that again. Create space for God in your life. Too often we only cry out to God when there's there's this huge need. And it shouldn't be that way. As Christians, we should create space for God in our lives. And it's so much easier to hear His voice when we do that. Number three, get counsel and advice. Um, if you're not in a good local church, you need to be in one. Um, if you're not a person of faith, you should need to have some people around you that you can go to for good counsel and advice. And then the last one is take a step. Take a step of faith. Um, We move and then God moves. Well, I'd love to hear from you. What did I miss? As we look at this really important aspect of, you know, what is God's will and what does it mean to hear God's voice? I'd love to know what you think. What are some other ways that God speaks to you? How does he speak to you? Let me know. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to my newsletter. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep seeking God's will.